welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Debris. This is season one, episode four in Universe. This one was written by Kyle Learman and Ryan Wagner, directed by Karen Gaviola, who worked on Lucifer and Private Practice. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10, not the strongest out of the four thus far. However, it had some necessary plot moving developments we saw a little bit of a disagreement between our leads and i think this is a good point to start moving things a little bit further it looks like this was a more escalated event as well so despite not as much or or not as impactful as some of the other storylines have been still a decent episode of the show and i'm still enjoying it i haven't heard anything about season two yet but I am still very optimistic. So let's get into this recap. Sophia comes into work on a rainy day and her boss sends her out for breakfast, which she skipped. Abruptly, the stove fireplace goes out and he starts coughing, but he's not alone as it's happening to folks outside too. There's something weird about the sky. It's raining. It's a different color palette. What is happening? He goes out onto his farm to investigate. Something is causing this growth of flowers that look very pretty. However, when sunshine arrives and he is outside of the raining, he begins to suffocate and dies. We catch up with our two heroes, Brian and Fanola. He comes back into the car with a slushy and some BB King glasses, but not Fanola's water that sounds rather like sending your child in and you like you came back with everything except you had one job one job sir or ma'am and you of course forgot it he gonna say oh i was gonna ask you what size it was boy you put on your seatbelt. you was planning to go you forgot all about that water and you know because you jumped back out of the car and didn't even ask her what size that she wanted and i don't need a size it's bottled water (laughs) get me some bottled water I did laugh when she thought that he looked absolutely ridiculous so much so that he must have lost a bet. They head to Maxwell where debris landed at 2.44 a.m. and the rain started about 15 minutes later. The perimeter is about a half mile radius and they have classified this as a level three. I need a whole board to tell me what the levels are. agent reed updates that three people have died as they tried to leave the perimeter 30 workers are living there in migrant housing they were communicating with them but they have lost communication and i could not help but laugh because i know if that was me in there i would be like the government's trying to poison us y'all they ain't done something and i'm really surprised that it didn't come up in conversation because that would have been the first things I would have said, especially people coming in in, in space suits, they're not telling me the truth. It's all over their face. <laughs> I would not blame them for being all types of suspicious, and they were very much trusting the government, and that's kind of sad. This show is equally giving speaking lines to people of color, and trust me when I say it's notated and applauded. As John, the M.E., explains that they all died due to asphyxiation. Is that the way you say the word? Due to atmospheric change. It's a reaction to what they were breathing that caused damage to the lungs severely. 
in suits finola and brian go to investigate the area around the farm this place is all bad brian says because the light is different the water is a different color finola collects a pretty looking flower for study they find the workers all together and they immediately tell them something is up with the rain and they're like yeah we know we saw it coming here they describe the coughing as feeling as if they had been poisoned and then they were fine sophia's eight-year-old son arturo is missing some did hear the debris crashing last night and it seems as if some went out to investigate brian realizes that the ones that left died via the barrier as he predicted earlier due to the physiological change to the environment that won't let them tolerate normal air anymore their vehicles also will not start this is like the third or fourth time i think the debris always messes with the with like our natural what is the word i'm looking for like landlines they always disrupt the signals we use to for our technology what does that mean is that just a side effect of this advanced race that they they're just more technologically well clearly they are (laughs) they can space travel uh but it definitely does not fare well and it cuts off communication with uh when they're when it's in the proximity finola will send search teams for the child and the other bodies while brian will sweep for the debris he finds it a little far off as well as arturo and four more bodies he returns the boy back to his father who calls everybody who's a man poppy he said este bien and that's all it took (laughs) he just uh, he trying to make sense of his world back at langley maddox is definitely losing for his son dario's sake and benefit as they play catch together his i thought it was his phone that rang insistently but he goes to pick it up it says unknown and when he says hello the line disconnects except it wasn't his phone but his wife's who gets all types of defensive even calling him paranoid liar liar whore liar whore you know it she up to no good she's cheating if she's not cheating she's involved in something because dario should shit know was up and you don't need to be like oh everything's not a conspiracy but like excuse me someone called your phone it said unknown and then they hung up sure it could have been a bill collector and i would have probably said that's weird but the way you're acting tells me that it clearly is something you think you shouldn't i shouldn't be asking questions about which tells me that it's suspect he goes back to playing with his son and that's all we see of maddox this episode reed updates finola on brian's whereabouts and success in finding arturo but a man has went around the roadblocks and won't leave as his family is on the farm we meet Ephraim for the first time or was it a frame i'm not sure he's trying to get to sophia and his niece and nephew as his brother passed away last year and she remands him to base finola determines that the toxicology and the damage to the tissue is a result of the chloroform being used in the composition of the plant life versus photosynthesis 
so some organisms people have theorized would be able to live on other planets respiratory organisms is through like they're it's chlorine based is your respite like you're not breathing oxygen you're breathing in chlorine and that's how some other species may be able to survive and live on other planets and since sunlight was not used for photosynthesis that required oxygen it's clear that chlorine is now what oxygen used to be for these people brian is over there smashing when she was just silently doing her observations and he was in the background like you gonna get in on this because this is tasty ass food she said boy where'd you get that it was in the trailer that is three weeks old food sir gross you nasty i like the different quirks of their personality he's much more of a <laughs> talk about I've, I've eaten uh older that's not a justification on why you're eating i mean you was smashing it though like it was so tasty <laughs> oh and every time i saw it i'm like oh that's got mayonnaise in it and i know it's probably rank but she's much more the serious one and he's kind of the the kid in a bit of a way but they both have really good hearts despite their differences on how they they you know utilize those emotions in the field she shows him the debris is terraforming the area for chloroform breathing organisms which happen to the workers except when they remove the debris there's a question of what will happen to the workers since they will no longer be able to breathe oxygen she orders more samples and calls in a specialist however the storm is spreading and they recommend the evacuation of the county and we have what some would call a conundrum because it's all about well i guess it could be you know the trolley problem right how many can you save versus how many we are saving she understands that absolutely finola the greater good the some versus the the many she knows that they have to do the things that brian and this bet guy shows up to do because it is not good to continue this terraforming now making more people uh, subject to being an organism that can only breathe in chlorine she asks ephraim for a sample to compare to his nephews he acquiescences and they later have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation about his feelings regarding his brother marrying very young and having two children saying it's hard out there especially for immigrant workers i'm not sure if they clarified that in this um in this storyline but I, I can definitely see i mean this is a rather common labor force and to pretend otherwise is to not <laughs> be up with the times you know they're given lower pay than any other citizen and his brother taking care of three mouths to him seemed rather you know not as invested as taking care of himself and then trying to take care of his family and he was the one that went out there and decided he wanted to make that money until his brother died he asked him to take care of the family which he agreed to he said arturo the way he grieved was to call him poppy and he had to remind him i'm your uncle not your dad 
but he still sees him as his dad he's the closest thing to his father that he has and thus he calls him poppy to keep his spirit alive that was very sweet and he says look it's been a bit of a burden and i kind of some days don't feel as if this is for me however when i'm on the road i miss them because they do bring me a certain amount of peace i think there's not one person that doesn't feel that way about family it's like you're so familiar but at the same time you get on my dance like it's hard it's not easy especially with children never easy raising those she assures him he did the right thing by his brother and promises to do all she can to get his family out Arturo then gets his shot or his blood draw and he gets the bb king glasses in a very very sweet scene between him and brian trying to make him brave and king of the entire farm now the b team shows up with beck and it's clear their orders are to remove the debris and stop the spreading as it's continuing to possibly go as far as the state or another two miles i don't think it, it got too far brian is gonna go with them but before he does he needs to have a conversation with finola who immediately is not feeling back gave him a whole bunch of attitude because he said something that can be taken in a way if you weren't a minority <laughs> and this is the something some cases you're gonna feel something if you yourself are a part of that marginalized group and you can read between all of the lines that the other person is saying versus maybe how brian would react he's like yeah he's talking about the greater good but in, in retrospect he's these are also people that are already marginalized in their community so for you to say i'm glad this didn't put in a populated area meaning oh i'm glad that the the fallout isn't more of my people whether he means it or not it's just one of those types of uh microaggressions that people do he knows that people are gonna die in this case in the scenario so the right thing to do would be to say well i am glad this did not get into a more densely populated area it is unfortunate that these lives are going to have to be suffered you need to follow up the statement with something that says that you give a shit about the people's lives that are going to be taken and that's not how he said it it's in the way it's in its posture it's the way he even looked at her it's not to say he's a bad or evil person i don't think i have enough to even say that on him but impressions are everything and our first and second impressions and sometimes our only impressions are the things that matter and this guy coming in knowing these other people are suffering and that these people have met them have interacted with them and may feel something and the only thing you can say is well i'm glad this wasn't in a, a more populated area with more citizens you're making them you're you're reinforcing the marginalization whether you know it or not and i think her attitude there was so appropriate because she can see that yeah i got a big heart but at the same time you could also be a little less heartless if that makes sense because it made a whole bunch of sense to me um and that's what brian had to have the one-on-one like i know every fiber in your being is being is saying that there's something you can do to save these people but unfortunately we have to think of the people that we are going to be saving in this moment and see the way in which brian said it 
was the way that could have said it. Uh, take it into account that yes you may not have a personal connection to these people that you've never met but god forbid i might feel some way about looking people in the face and wanting to save them and being unable to do so um and not being so just careless about it even if you have a job to do it costs absolutely nothing to take a moment and that's what brian did with her uh he says that uh, to trust him on this he also tells her he, he respects that her she has these different aspects about human nature and comprehends probably a little better than he on these more uh, humanistic aspects of some of these scientific equi- things that are coming out because th- to say that emotion or something other than science is going on especially being in the field would be rather asinine uh the hemoglobin shows that these people are irreversibly changed and that it would take decades if not longer to find a cure understanding what this technology has done this of course is even more you know feeling as if she's can't do anything like uh we're out of options brian's right and she doesn't really go against him she just wants to keep trying Beck reminds Brian about someone named Julian who had a lot of heart like his partner and it got him killed but Brian thinks he went out the way he wanted to and a hero. Beck disagrees saying I'm the one that had to tell his wife and says to be careful and not let her take him down with her. Fanola tells Brian about 486 which would keep people in suspended animation. He's rather skeptical about this but she says maddox already approved it and it's on the way which hurts brian's feelings because he says oh that's that because they got to be perfect and i like that too that they're professional and even when they're angry (laughs) they still maintain that professionalism this isn't you know some other shows where people come in and start acting as if this is their home life these are people with a lot of stakes on their line they have to work with each other but there's nothing to say they must be friends and thus in this moment he's upset in a friend way of oh you didn't feel that you could even talk it out with me that you had to go above like you didn't put trust in me and i asked you to but it's rather fitting considering he's holding on to a very big secret and i think that what happens at the end of this episode the break between them in this more friendly aspect is is rather necessary because they both have a lot of things and it is different too for her because she has really been in a moment of grieving she's kind of told brian open up to him in a way that he hasn't opened up to her and she feels even more betrayed because she trusted that relationship would come in time as he trusted her more but it's clear especially with his dialogue in this moment afterwards that he may not see her in that light and it's rather disappointing and and hurtful to her in the end uh she wants to tell Ephraim because she got angry she's like look you just don't understand it we don't see it the same way you're thinking mechanical yes I'm thinking we fight until there is no fight left and I'm not saying I can't see it from your way but I found another way 
him being like oh it may not work a little bit um disregard i don't think he disregarded her idea it's more like it's a long shot and if it doesn't work you're gonna be even more devastated and we could possibly use what lose whatever advantage we might have to stopping it from spreading but i mean we all act out <laughs> when we feel as if the person that we're talking to and we respect and we were like um does something that that feels as if they have a little bit of different perspective on you and in this moment i think he really was like yeah i've been letting you take the lead on things i'm asking you to let me take the lead and you simply don't trust me enough to do that but she has reason to do so and also she tells him like yeah you we don't see it the same and their next argument reinforces that because she thinks that ephraim deserves to know what's happening to the people that he loves everyone deserves to know what's happening to the people that they love but brian reminds her that they are blips in their lives not memories and against her better judgment has ephraim detained and keeps him in the dark and i can't help but think that finola probably recalled these words when she got the phone call about her father and brian's deception about him knowing and keeping her in the dark that this is exactly how he is treating her that she is a blip in his life not a memory not a friend as she suspected that they were and thus she feels even more so uh taken advantage of by someone she really did in a lot of ways like even in the end when she detained the guy and she hated doing he's screaming at her like you promised me you know she even puts her hand on him to be like okay i'm i'm going with what you wanted you're allowing me like she's compromising in this moment and that's all she can do but then she finds out that she can do a lot more that she feels is right and there's no reason why she should have to compromise for brian because he's clearly not going to compromise for her and he's not even the person that or the you know those bonds mean a lot to her i can tell finola she is all about the human experience and and finding out that bond that she thought she was building was rather false even though it's not i think that's going to take some time to, to rebuild finola gets a call the next day as she's very depressed about what's happening the degree is arriving uh, they're about to put these people in suspended animation and mi6 tells her that her father is still alive though she thinks it's impossible she's like i don't know if it's him if it's not him we're just getting this information do we believe that i don't know they've been rather not much of a player but i don't know what maddox really wants so we could definitely do a lot more with the the, the suspense but i have a feeling that it's coming she is sent evidence and told that the americans have known from some time including brian she is told to keep the knowledge to herself until they figure out what the next steps are as he's working with or being held captive by influx they all think that he is being held captive i think there's still the possibility that he might actually be working for them i'm not sure the thing about scientists is they like to sometimes shed those burdens of family and just pursue the science 
And this may have been a way that he felt he wanted to do that. Fanola goes to Ephraim and tells him the truth. And I thought this was a probably the standout scene of the episode as he's asking questions like what's going to happen to him? Is it going to hurt? And he's like, why are you telling me this? Because I would want to make a choice. I would want to have the choice. And he chooses to be with his family. So seeing him run as she looks at the cuff because she lets him go and he uh, acclimates himself to the environment, he made a sacrifice. I would rather be suspended with them in animation for as long as it would happen. And he knows that this is a long shot too, but he's putting his faith that if this is the only way, then for them to be saved, then I will be with them. And uh, it was very kind of got to my heartstrings no tears or anything but just another one of those warm heartwarming moments uh it works and brian sees that ephraim is with his family he's not upset about it he comes back to base and asks finola who had one of my favorite sis moments when she saw his ass because it's not i'm going i'm not gonna curse you out Mm-mm. and i gotta keep this under wraps anyway so i can't curse you out however <laughs> her side of and then her mm. like he should have known in that moment he fucked up (laughs) he should know she knew because when we pissed there is no hiding that like you should have known with the arctic breeze coming or passing between y'all two that she must have found out like what happened between this mormon and she got her way like come on brian i think he's gonna put it together next episode though (laughs) i will say that i don't think he's gonna be out of the loop for for long i will say him saying that i just wanted to understand like what do you mean you need to understand it's very i'm not sure and i feel as if he has lost someone that he's loved he should understand absolutely that this man does not want to be without his family but at the same time i don't think he had many interactions with ephraim so i will allow that maybe he just didn't understand the full story because she never told him the full story and maybe he's trying to find some enlightenment from that situation that she would uniquely provide him except she tells him no you got some shit to clean up i'm gonna get someone else to drive me back to the plane and she don't even look at him wave goodbye she just walks off and leaves and he's looking very befuddled and i'm like yeah that's what you get for lying but the fact that he did keep the secret because i thought he was gonna spill it i didn't think he was gonna it was gonna come out this quickly i'm glad it did but it shows a very fundamental difference between them that even knowing these look how nice he was like he was so sweet to these kids he clearly cares about people they are more the same than they are different but there is this thing that is different between them and that's he will tell the company line if this is what we have to do for the greater good but we heard that in the first episode he will do it including those personal relationships he builds and she simply cannot she's not really and he even mentioned that earlier like she's not that's not her her area and he wants to step in and allow himself to take that and he she won't let him and so i think that is a bit of a partnership a difference in partnership that you would need to work out in time so i'm glad that the divide between them 
doesn't seem inorganic it seems rather organic because he is someone who works for the government he's not gonna meet you and you're sweet and nice and have all this empathy for you and then i'm just gonna forget that i've spent however long keeping government secrets for this three-week relationship i think that was was something that they kept authentic and it should be and i think finola's reaction is absolutely how she would be she's like oh i came here with this very naive belief (laughs) in a little bit that you know we're just scientists we're here to get this technology and make the world better but she also has wake-up calls that and i think eventually she will learn that with her own government and their next steps i think is going to be what pushes them closer together because i don't i don't know about maddox on his side but i don't think either government is doing great and i'm not sure if we've i've heard this before i may have cut off the episode before hearing this in the credits but what's up with this orbital shit what's going on with this of the retrieving something i'm hearing like you're hearing mission control i'm i think i missed all that so i have no idea what's going on are we retrieving stuff in space who's retrieving stuff uh before it gets down to earth did they send an actual ship out there to the other i don't know but i I, the mystery is definitely way bigger than these small scenarios we've been given this was the premise but i don't feel as if it's the full-on arc yet we have so much much more to delve into and we've only scratched the surface and if i'm this invested and we're just scratched the surface i think that's a good setup for a really awesome show the only one with opinions though let's hit up the mailbag Christina, it's me, Shy. <laughs> I'm here to uh, discuss Debris, episode four, is it? Um, yes, I am. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I'm just thinking about um, being clowned by you for being late with my feedback. So I'm just just imagining the <laughs> kind of clowning I'm going to do if it's anywhere near uh, what I've seen already. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to um, get my thoughts together um, so I can talk to you about this episode. But all I can imagine is <laughs> what you might say. So anyway, I'm going to take it, um, but technically it's Thursday still, so um, (laughs) I'm getting my feedback to you on time. So it was just a day limit. It wasn't a time limit, was there? Um, Anyway, so I just finished watching the episode and I really, really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying this show overall. I'm just excited. So it's making me... Uh, thinking about watching Fringe, um, since y'all are saying this is a lot similar um, along those lines. So, yeah, I'm going to put that on my to-do list of shows to watch because um, I'm really excited. Because, um, 
yeah, they just keep coming up with these new and then very creative ways to show how the debris is affecting what's happening to us on Earth. In this one, we see that it completely changes the atmosphere. And it's amazing how, you know, watching other shows, just, you know, that I'm watching so many other shows of late that it's all starting to blend together when you watch a certain genre. So, like, the terraform um, of this earth is, um, I mean, of this, of that, of the atmosphere, um, pretty much formed its own planet in that circumference of, um, that rain or that, that whole thing. Like, you, because I was like, what the hell? First, I thought they were gonna die in the you know because of the rain because the dude was like having a hard time breathing and he was able to breathe and then you know when he walked outside so I was like oh crap you know they're all gonna die I mean you know people are gonna die he's gonna see everybody dead but then I'm like no he's fine and he's walking and then I'm seeing the flowers starting to bloom I'm like okay this is interesting and then he walks outside the rain that and then he dies so I'm like oh so I figured that something yeah like they adjusted to that the the atmosphere change from the rain portion to the um the clear portion but it was just interesting how they explained it um so yeah like this debris formed the alien planet in the few acres that it was there that it was surrounding so and then it was spreading because I was wondering if it was going to spread if it if it is just if that debris is there is it going to just continue to rain and rain and so at some point it's soaking into the like that rain is soaking into the planet and shouldn't that like as as you know bleed out into other portions so they definitely had to um do something about that um because it, it, it would have had no choice but to spread um regardless of what was going on um so yeah and of course we always get the question you know save you know um sacrifice the few to save the many um so that was something that was um was the clash somewhat of a clash between Fanola and Brian um she's all about saving everyone um and then of course you got Brian and his more I don't know what's the name of it but um practical or whatever side is like hey you know this is what we gotta do more militant um, views of it and hers is more heart so excuse me um so that was interesting it's kind of sucks that Fanola found out the way she did but I'm not surprised I was wondering how long I mean how just how long it was going to take her organization MI6 to find out because that seems kind of strange that only the Americans know this even though he's out in public so um I thought that was kind of weird that they thought that this would be something that they can keep to themselves um for very long so um which is sad because now we see you know we saw them growing closer together in the beginning 
of the um, episode and now there's this rift and yeah so change the you know the trust factor is gone in the relationship now she's more she's gonna be more standoffish with Brian and he's gonna be trying to figure out what's going on so I wonder if she's gonna just come out and say it in the next episode that she knows about father or she's going to really keep that to herself just as Brian's been keeping it to himself so there's going to be two people (laughs) you know keeping the same secret from the other like it's kind of weird but um so I mean they did say that he was doing it against his will so uh, at least that part of my theory or what I thought was might have been happening can might be true but who knows maybe they don't know either so but that would make more sense that he's I mean I just can't imagine um if you know with him having that close relationship with Fanola that he would willingly not try to reach out but again I mean we'll we'll know more as they reveal more um I'm curious if they're going to end up having to go to London. I mean, because I'm sure eventually everyone's going to know that everybody knows. So, and the clock is going to be ticking because they're up to something that is not going to be good for <laughs> for anybody, the influx people. So, um, they're at some point going to have to team up and figure out whatever, the greater threat of whatever influx is trying to do using um, Fanola's father. Um, so that... Yeah, that's all going to be interesting to see. Um, I think that's it. I mean, this is a pretty... This one wasn't as, oh my gosh, you know, what the heck's going on as of the other ones have been. So this was pretty straightforward. Um, thought it was pretty cool, the solution to it. So it's kind of interesting how they had to put them in suspension um and of course they're not gonna age so it's just gonna be one of those things where how it how everyone's going to adjust depending on how long they've been in suspension um that's the real question because obviously as Fanola said they would have to be in that and then it's like how do you know that you have the the um the cure to take them out of suspension so it's like so all of that is so up in the air and so many unknowns with that I mean it could be five years from now ten years from now um I thought it was kind of not kind of it was really sweet of um Efren to set you know pretty much make that sacrifice of his life now um to be with his um family in the future and so that was part of his story um as well is the fact that you know what he was saying he looked down his brother for being a family man for making the choices that he made and in the end he was very envious of that and understood his brother a lot more um for the choices that he made and ended up making that same type of choice he chose family, you know, over his career and everything he had going on. So that was sweet. Um, I think that's it. So let me get off of here and not 
delay the inevitable unless you did it before you uh, <laughs> got the feedback. Uh, listen to the feedback, but if not, um, I'm ready. So <laughs> let the clownery begin. No, I'm sure you'll be. I'm sure you'll go easy on me and Mimi. You know we've had a rough week. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was her shyness with thoughts on the episode. And yeah, yeah, you you knew it was coming. No, I ain't gonna clown you, not for having the feedback. You weren't late on the feedback, nah. It just was funny how the events went down because Mimi was like oh yeah I'm at the movies with my kid I'll have feedback you know I already watched the episode I'll have it back in an hour and a half she laid on that shit too but I digress when it came to Shy's turn to enter this conversation she goes I ain't watched the episode you ain't watched the episode this this was like three days ago like I was given time okay it's fine it's it's totally cool but uh i was like trash you ain't even watched the episode damn fringe was bomb ass though that's a good show definitely put it on the list and i would say brian ain't stupid i don't think it should take him very long to suss out that something has changed and he's the one there with the secret i don't know why they thought it was going to be a secret forever my guess is maddie's gonna be like okay so mi6 knows and he's gonna be like ah shit Thanks for putting me under the bus. But, um, it could also be him saying, like, what's up? You got the tood? I need to know why you got the tood with me. What did I do? And then her being like, okay, well, since you asked. But she was told to keep it under wraps. So we'll see how long she will be able to do so. I don't think her temper will allow it. And I think it's still a mystery on Mr. Jones. Captive or conspirator, you, you're definitely more optimistic. He would never do such a thing to his daughter. But um, some fathers are also very trash, especially scientific ones. I'm not saying this is the case. Saying it could be the case. It would be a nice twist to the fringe. He being the Walter of it all. He doesn't have the same like even i could already be like we ain't even met the guy yet and i'm like um he's not quite walter so the jury is definitely out and it would be a twist to have the more fatherly figure turn out to be kind of chasing the science and i too wonder if they are going to go to london i would love to go to london it's on my bucket list for next year we coming we coming next year it's not even a debate we will be there for a month in the summer this is the goal everything will be to reach that goal that's why i'm trying to move early so that i have all my for my november trip mimi going to puerto rico ah damn that's that hurt i mean i wish you all the fun in the world but i'm that i was like oh i love to be leaving this state right now love to but i'm gonna be patient do my november trip i don't even know if i want to go anywhere else because you know that's enough and then next year prepare for that one month and i plan on being in europe 
And if I meet my husband in that one month, great. If I turn into an absolute slag, <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> all right. I think that's all the notes I have on your feedback. Let's see what this other late heifer I have to say. What up, Christina? It's Mimi sending in feedback for Debris. Uh, I believe we're on season one and... Well, this is definitely season one. I think episode four. So I did like this episode. It was very, it was, it was just really, really strange and peculiar and cool and awesome and abnormal. I, I don't know, like this debris, like I, this mystery around it just keeps getting more intertwined and more confusing and more crazy. Like what would be the point of a ship being able to terraform an area and change the people around it like that is crazy to me like that you know it changed the oxygen in the those um people's bloods to chlorine that's why the blood cells were not red anymore they were clear i just it it's just crazy the one thing i just don't understand though was how did they think it was okay to just suspend these people um and like and not tell them the truth like I feel like if they'd had an option it's like look we're working on a way to save you um but we don't know how long it's gonna take you know earth is we don't have this kind of technology right now like anything like you just I don't know I just I was not okay with that like she told Fanola told uh what was his name Arturo that doesn't seem right Infrid Infrid that's what it was told him the truth and let him make the decision and I I commend her for that but I just I don't understand why they couldn't tell everyone like and the fact that these were migrant workers I don't know it just it didn't sit right with didn't sit right with me like we know that these are migrant workers most of the time in general at least from my understanding and my you know education um are usually illegal immigrants like they don't have social security numbers so they take these migrant jobs migrant worker jobs to to pay for their family and they usually travel with the crops like you know this is harvest season so they're in this area and then once they harvest and it gets cold they move on so these are all people of color one can pursue pursue lord i'm a hot mess one can assume that they're mexican but i'm not gonna make assumptions but i can tell that they're people of color i can tell that they're spanish speaking um and the fact that they were all wearing farmer-like clothes except Ephraim um one can assume that they're not very wealthy so the fact that they use this experimental technology to freeze them and they're already had their DNA changed like that in itself the whole thing just I didn't like I get what Fanola was trying to do because she didn't want them to die but they're gonna wake up in an unknown time with who knows what kind of effects to their body and I just feel like they had a right to know like if you're gonna freeze them and it seems like you know honestly the government gonna do what they're gonna do but they had the right to know 
like they're gonna wake up if they ever get fixed and it's gonna be a time gap and it's gonna be a lot of things that it's not gonna make any sense to them and it just I just don't like it um however I will say that when Fanola found out that her dad was still alive and that Brian knew she didn't react the way that I expected her to I don't know though but I feel like she's one of those quiet storm crazies like you know it's always the quiet ones type of people so the fact that she's just holding on to this <laughs> I don't know it's not gonna go well in my personal opinion I think stuff's gonna hit the fan and it's gonna be pretty tragic um, but just the science behind the show the mystery the way that you know you can use it to teleport you can use it to go through things apparently you can use it to terraform change dna dna duplicate people like the list of what this debris can do is endless and they're learning this stuff as we are and it doesn't even seem like even brian who is in this department knows exactly what debris all that debris can do I'm assuming Fanola knows the most since her dad was the one that they told the truth about. And he seems to have a lot of theories anyway. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see, you know, what else unfolds further in this season. Um, the guy who I'm like, I have been trying to think of the guy's name. The guy that they brought in, the big guy who was talking to Brian about the, his old partner. Like, I know I've seen him something and I cannot remember. And it was bothering me. I know I saw him in something and it was something that I watched that I liked it doesn't matter but he seems like he knows a lot about Brian so we know that Brian had a partner that died interesting so maybe that's what he sees when he looks in the distance all the time I'm kind of hoping his partner was more than just his regular partner because I really want one of them to be gay because I know you and Shy is shipping this but I am not Jonathan Tucker's a good actor, but he's not attractive, and I don't want Fanola to be with him. I'm actually okay with her not being with anybody. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, I'm with Shy though. The betrayal between partners, the holding of the secret arc is getting tired. Um, I do think, though, it's, it's weighing on him. Maybe a secret between him and his partner is what he feels got his partner killed maybe he's not gonna hold on to it anymore we know Fanola knows now but I think it's gonna get to a point where he's gonna tell her and she seems like she's gonna hold on to this until the most appropriate time or maybe she will never say anything to him but she won't trust him the same and maybe he'll tell her because he doesn't want to hold it in maybe I'll change my mind about you know them shipping them I highly doubt it though because I'm not feeling it I do think that they could be friends but this secret is going to be an issue so I don't know what else to say really oh, I mean the episode was really good but it's not like I can sit here and talk about it in depth because I was in the middle of my recovery <laughs> and I honestly um, just started to feel good when I when I started watching this show and I was really comfortable I feel like moving so I didn't write any notes so um, I do however uh, will say that I'm excited to hear this podcast because this is a really good episode so hearing the recap and hearing what you and Shai thought is going to be great so um, I'll end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out
And that was Queen Mimi almost slapping the face <laughs> when I see her <laughs> talking about I want one of them to be gay because the other one's not attractive for the other one. I hate you so much. <laughs> you are so wrong. You are so wrong. Oh, she said I want one of them to be gay. <laughs> Why? Why? Not that they can't be together. Have another love interest. They need to be gay. <laughs> what the fuck? I had this. You had to say that right when I was in the middle of getting more fucked up than I already am for tonight. I was like, I'm going to get her. Why? Why? <laughs> She's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm putting this out there on personal preference. She's too pretty for <laughs> Anyhow, bringing up the debris is a good point. What the hell is up with this debris that it can terraform? Did it plan to hijack life on Earth and terraform us? For what purpose? Who was who was manning these ships? This is what I mean by there's a lot that can still be heavily explored in this show. And I enjoy that. But I'm with you. It's kind of like with the migrant workers. I feel what you're saying like in the end Fanola only did as much but that's as much as she really could do you forget these are science people so it's kind of like the National Guard when we be like why don't they just abandon during the protest it's like nah that should go a little bit <laughs> more it goes a little further than morality at that point like what she did already wasn't great <laughs> telling Ephraim like that if anyone found out she told him about the debris they might arrest her ass and put her in jail these are the stakes with the fucking government so no i she did the best she could by finding a way in which she could save them because it was one or the other you're gonna die or you're you're gonna die in ignorance or you're going to live in ignorance and she'd rather they live and whenever they come back at least the government tried to save them and that that trust wasn't misplaced even if they didn't have all the answers versus how really about 90 percent of the government besides her that scientist was like y'all migrant workers fuck off so that's the part yes i agree that was not cool because there was the aspect of that that was not cool and even brian being as good as he is still had that wp which prevented him he was going through that company line he wasn't like her where she was like yeah um this isn't right and then even Ephraim didn't tell his family he didn't tell him because I think he understand the same thing we either have to put trust in this or we're all gonna die it doesn't really I understand what you mean though you would want to know and it didn't sit comfortably but I think with what they were working in because this debris is is a top secret nobody knows about this shit so i could see that uh you talk about the quiet ones with the quiet storm yeah she definitely feels like because she rolls with a gun and I, we don't really see her like it's clear that that um 
what's his name brian is uh as a military guy right but we really haven't seen her like why is she a scientist using a gun is she just like she's just good at it is she gonna get really i feel like she got skills we ain't seen before but i, I yeah i agree i think the way she was starting to get mad at him at the end of the episode her black gonna come out that's all that is it's gonna come out and she she feels reckless as fuck too like i don't really care <laughs> that's why i think she might team up with her dad eventually and fuck the government because she's gonna do what's right no matter what and she understands that people have to do what they gotta do but she also has to live with herself and she's not going to be able to coincide both and i think that that's what you know her and brian have to find in common i guess uh and then what else did you say i think that was it i think i covered it other than the questions of what's going on with the debris it is very 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 interesting so if you want to join the conversation uh and i'm not sure if we said ship i mean did i say ship i might have i don't think i ship ship like i i ship in the way of i like it but i'm not posting pictures and shit <laughs> so I, I don't know how much we could put shipping on there more as in you know lightweight ship i don't know i don't have the words for it gosh damn it's late anyhow um like our couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease black or magic <laughs>